Behind the Christmas Hits with Drew Savage. Hi, it's Drew. You know, there are some singers that are just so synonymous with Christmas music that for a lot of people, it doesn't feel like the holidays until you've heard their Christmas music. And that is definitely the case with Johnny Mathis. And in this episode of Behind the Christmas Hits, we're not going to talk about just one Christmas hit. No, no, no. We're going to talk about a career full of Christmas hits with Johnny Mathis. Drew! Johnny! Yeah! How are you, sir? Oh, don't get old. (laughs) (laughs) That's excellent advice. I'm going to try my best. I'm going to try my best. All right. Thank you so much for joining us here on this episode. Uh, You've recorded six Christmas albums, starting with the simply titled Merry Christmas in 1958. Did you do that first album for your mom? My mom, at Christmas time, always made the house so special. And from the time I was signed my first recording contract and uh, made my first hit record of Chances Are, or Wonderful, Wonderful, or one of those songs, I said to the uh, powers to be at the record company, do you think I could make a Christmas album for my mom? And of course, uh, these uh, wonderful people at the company said, sure, we'll help you. And uh, I went in uh, with the help of so many other wonderful musicians, did what I thought was my best possible way of showing my mom how much I adored her by recording that first Christmas album. Wow. You were always very close with your parents, weren't you? My mom and my dad were my best pals. They had seven kids. I used to kid my dad. I said, why don't you leave my mother alone? And he said, shut up, son. Your mother loves me. And that was the end of that. So my dad is the reason that I sing. And he was quite a wonderful singer, but nobody ever heard him except uh, my six brothers and sisters and I. Uh, But he was my best pal. And God bless him. uh, He helped me get my first... uh, situation where somebody from a record company heard me and before i knew it i was making records yeah winter wonderland sleigh ride oh holy night those are just some of the songs from that first christmas album that that still get a lot of airplay today what do you remember about choosing the songs to go on that first christmas album you've recorded so many christmas songs over the years but how did you go why did you know that these were the ones that you wanted to do first You know, it's been so long ago that I did that, and I can't remember why. Believe me, it was uh, such a special time for me, and I'm so grateful that things turned out the way they did. For for a singer, and you really interpret songs well, I think that's one of the, the signatures of, of your career, is that you, you interpret these songs so beautifully. Do you have to connect with the lyrics in a Christmas song the way you need to connect with lyrics of any other song that you sing? Very much so. The lyrics are very, very, very important. Uh, I've always, God gave me a a voice that people like to listen to, so I never had to worry about singing. All I had to worry about was what was I going to say when I sang. And, uh, of course, the Christmas songs that I chose uh, uh, to put on the album were, were quite special and uh, and quite wonderful. And I'm, to this day, I'm, I'm so happy that I was able to do that. 
and I had an opportunity to do it at such a, a young time in my recording life, yes. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas is another one of your most popular Christmas recordings. That one came out in 1986 for your fourth Christmas album. Uh, six years after you recorded it, it was included in the movie Home Alone 2, uh, and it plays in the scene where Kevin is leaving the hotel and riding around New York in the limo. Uh, how did you find out that that song was going to be used in Home Alone 2? <laughs> Just like everybody else, you know, I woke up one day and heard it on the radio or saw it in the movie. I couldn't believe it. I said, why didn't somebody tell me about this? And that's the way it's happened over the years. So uh, I've heard my music, uh, uh, you know, in films and uh, on radio and on television. All, and then uh, just amazed at uh, every opportunity that has come along for me. Christmas is, and you're talking so much about family, like it's it's very, very clear that, you know, Christmas was a very important time in your family. Was there a gift that you got as a kid, Johnny, that meant the most to you? Like, do you have a favorite childhood Christmas gift? It was the stocking that was hung on the Christmas tree. The stockings of my mother, who would put them away in the, in the drawers after she would wear them, after she'd wash them and put them away, and I'd I'd go and steal one or two of them because they extended so far yes. because they were made out of nylon. <laughs> nylon. And so instead of having just a cloth, just a cloth uh, stocking, I would yeah. use her stocking yeah. and you'd get a lot more stuff in the stocking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great strategy. I hope there's a kid listening right now who employs that strategy this Christmas. That's very smart. <laughs> Get an expandable stocking to hang to get that stuffed with presents. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Johnny Mathis, you're part of a new project saluting the music of Nat King Cole. Your vocals are matched with his for a mashup of Deck the Halls and Joy to the World. Um, were you? How old were you when you first met Nat King Cole? You were just a kid, weren't you? Yeah, I grew up in San Francisco, and there were a lot of jazz clubs. And, of course, Nat King Cole is the greatest jazz singer that I've ever heard. Of course, uh, not only was he prolific in jazz, and he was like one of the greatest piano players in the world. You ask Oscar Peterson, and he'll tell you that. Uh, but anyway, Nat uh, was always my favorite singer. Unfortunately, uh, later on in life, when I started to sing, I got an uh, opportunity to meet him and become pals with him. And uh, to this day, I had so much admiration for the way he handled himself in life, uh, not only was he uh, my favorite singer, but he was also Oscar Peterson's favorite jazz piano player. You can imagine having that much talent in one human being. And he was the nicest man you ever wanted to meet. You played golf together, I read. Well, yeah. You know, I started to play golf at an early age. So many occasions, I would just go out to hit golf balls at the golf range. And uh, once in a while, I would meet you know, somebody, and all of a sudden I met Nat King Cole, and I couldn't believe it. I think this is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Then I was very fortunate that uh, over the years we became really good pals. Yeah. Well, you, re you recorded the Christmas song, Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song, for your very first Christmas album in 1958. I just, I think... Oh, yeah, I recorded a lot of songs that Nat recorded. Uh, I was his biggest fan. I think we all need to know who was the better golfer, Johnny Mathis or Nat King Cole? Oh, I was. He was tall. And it's, it's harder to hit the ball when you're really tall. I don't know. 
because I'm not tall. But anyway, I've had some tall people that I played with and says, ah, you got it easy. You're short. You can hit the ball. You're closer to it. And he says, we're, we're difficult. You know, we're six feet, four inches tall, and we're far away from the ball, and it's very difficult for us. So you should be very lucky and very happy that you're short. You still... <laughs> <laughs> you still you still tour all the time. You're doing live shows all the time. You're out on the road right now. Uh, what is it when it comes to the Christmas songs? What Christmas song do you think the audience wants to hear you sing the most? Because you're called the voice of Christmas. What song do you think people want to hear you sing the most at Christmas time? Just let us sing on an open fire. I think that's the one that. that, that, that but the one that I enjoy most is. Just to those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrific. I had no idea we'd have the opportunity to get you, to coax you into singing a line or two, but that was fantastic. Thank you so much. <laughs> Johnny Mathis, who joins us here on Behind the Christmas Hits on iHeartRadio. Such a pleasure to talk to you. We really appreciate the time. Thank you very much. How great is he? Johnny Mathis. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe for more stories and conversations behind the Christmas hits.